Ladies and gentlemen, a Disneyland program reminder. In just a few moments, the curtain will be going up on Slewfoot Sue's Golden Horseshoe Review, and plenty of free seats are still available. Thank you. Now, I mean, it, it seems, I mean, at least in Future World, they, they are adding things and they do change things with at least yeah. some frequency, way more, way more than the World Showcase. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, in those areas, and I, I still think this, I mean, all of Epcot is absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they really have made, like, each one of those buildings really beautiful. They have made each one of those areas really, really fantastical. Yeah. But, um. I mean, is it is it Greg that you are saying that perhaps only those types of attractions stay in Future World, or are you saying neither there either? Neither there. Either. I'm not sure they neither really there. belong there either. Exactly. I mean, the Epcot's supposed to be about learning fundamentally. I would say. I mean, would you say that new test track is like that? Have you been in new test track? The, oh, I haven't been on the new Tron test track. No. Well, so I I watched a I watched a silly video running through thing the other day, and uh, it. it there was like some interesting stuff that they were like you build your own car sort of thing. Yeah, I'm sort of I'm actually I'm sort of okay with that in the sense yeah. that um and I was okay with the previous test track too right. in that it was kind of a, a dramatization of what goes on. I mean, right. way 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 simplified. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I would have liked to see it be a little more educational, but fundamentally it was based on something they actually do. And so I, I guess I'm okay with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. New test track doesn't see, I mean, it seems to agnosticize a lot of that stuff, you know, in the actual testing facility now. It's not really the same. But the the intro area and the exit area still seem a, a little bit uh, educational about that sort of stuff. But I mean, I mean, you've been in the Communicore East and West before. Those are these like super science center learning areas. Yeah. And no one fucking cares. They're interventions. Yeah. Interventions yes, forever. They're, they're bad. I mean They didn't used to be. They used to be they actually used to be really cool. Well, I mean, is it is it time changed or is it attractions changed? You know, I think I think it's sponsor I think that they had stronger sponsorships in the eighties when when Ep, when Epcot was truly Epcot. You know, and I think that they really because Communicore was really all about technology and you know communications, and so it was just filled with all these cool gadgets about like how people were going to communicate with each other in the future using you know video phones and the internet and stuff. Um, and now it's all just like here's a bunch of smart light switches for your house. I wonder and if that's the same. A bunch of weird pro- games. Yeah, I wonder if that's the same problem as like trade shows are today. Trade shows used to be interesting when you couldn't. Uh, show it off in any other way yeah now we have so many different mediums to show things off it's like trade shows are kind of boring now yeah but i mean maybe it's just hard to get that sort of sponsorship to do something interesting now so they kind of have to do it themselves and i mean i think test track is still is still cool i wish it was just called the world of motion because it's i mean that's what it's trying to teach you i wish it still was the world of motion What's that? I wish it still was the world of motion. Yeah. I wish it was literally the still the same world of motion that was there before. Uh, but I'm, you know, a, a future world purist, so <laughs> I wish it was just a museum to the to the to the promise of the eighties because <laughs> it, it was so great. All the the problems we're talking about with both you know World Showcase and with Future World keeping it updated, I think really get to the fundamental problem that Epcot what it is it what it attempted to do is really, really, really hard. Yeah. I mean, yes. even the first time I went there, I'm a, I'm a little bit older than you guys, and when I went there, I kind of had a problem with it in that 
there was definitely cool stuff there, but I was kind of like, this is not going to last. Yeah. They're never going to know how to keep this ball rolling because it's mm-hmm. just, it's too hard. And what I was always hoping for was that they would actually hit education even harder as the years went on because what they've done is they've built three, two more, well, not two more, yeah, two more theme parks in the intervening years, right? They built Hollywood right. Studios yeah. and Animal Kingdom. And that lets you segment your audience more. Yeah. So what I would say is, now that we have four parks total, let's hit education really hard in Epcot. And and for those people that like watching the History Channel, the Discovery Channel, I mean, a lot of people like learning stuff. Yeah. I it isn't... Uh, and you can make a park that really appeals to those people, the people that like watching documentaries and, and find travelogues interesting. Really just hit it hard there instead of trying to water it down with, with rides. I know, personally, I would go crazy for that. Because um, I just love that stuff. And I love seeing Disney do it, you know? Yeah. Because um, I remember when when I was, I was the sweet spot for Epcot, Future World, and when Epcot was still really relevant. And it was amazing. You know, I came away from that a changed boy, you know, <laughs> and it was it was it was the most fun. It's probably it's probably still the most fun single experience I've ever had at a Disney property. Mm, that's was great. That time that I went when I was like 13, you know, and it was like 89 and, the you know, the Internet was just right ahead of us. And 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 they were really they were really hyping a lot of cool technologies back then. It was really like, yeah, a World's Fair. Well, the land pavilion, I think, is amazing. I mean, the, the, yeah, the, the land, the land I don't know what they call it now, but where they yeah. grow the garden, that yeah. is incredible. And that, to me, is has always been the best example of what Epcot could yeah. be. Did you, did you ever take the tour? No, I never have. Is it's it good? really cool. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's probably the best. I've, I've taken several backstage tours, um, and it's, it's the best of all of them that I've taken. You know, like, even though it's Very like... Cool. The the you know like you think that the like the, the the other backstage tours at like Magic Kingdom and stuff those should appeal to me more and they're really fun but like the backstage backstage tour at the land was actually really educational and super interesting just from an educational standpoint it was really so, really good. By contrast, Soren feels like a total cop out. Yep, adding that to the land, I <laughs> yeah. just feel yep. like that. I mean, sure, it's a fun ride, but it just isn't have anything to do with what that place is supposed to be about. But at the same time, it brought people back to the land in droves when there was nobody going to that pavilion. Well, uh, uh, agree. I get the question is sort of how how wide do you cast your net? How far do you take that? How how much do you break the mm-hmm. mission you're supposed to be on to get people to come in? And it's a really it's a tricky yeah. problem. And my answer to that would be is is the is the Soren technology, but not with that same with not not with the with the movie. Yeah, with a I different see movie that. that has an educational focus and uh, much more of a much more of a PBS style mission. That's and a then, then you've got to win. Then you've absolutely got to win. Okay, Alex, go shoot that movie, and then we can see if we can pitch it to them. I'd love, I'd love to. I'd love, like that's an interesting question. Like with that, because that lends itself to flight. <laughs> that's what that thing does, you know. So yep. what, what could you work? What kind of content could you work into the land that lends itself to flight? It's a really interesting question. You could, I guess, you could be crop dusted. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, any, any sort of science center IMAX film. What's that, Louis? Theme it like Disney planes. Ah, oh, perfect. Or, Dusty crop a, hopper. Done. Synergy. <laughs> that's a fantastic idea. Yeah. No, but seriously, you could take <laughs> any, a, a, a lot of the you know sort of science center Omnimax type films. Yeah, you could. Those are those are kind of halfway to being what 
uh, you know the land should be that that film should be now it should be better than those it should be incredible mm-hmm. but um that's that's more in in line with what it should be shooting for yeah so and you, you could do a lot with that so let me ask you guys i mean i, I mean my favorite theme park just just ever is epcot mine too really it's my yeah, favorite. I, I agree completely yeah that, i'm totally shocked by that Louis. <laughs> are you serious I, I believe alex that he would like epcot i i'm i'm shocked that you would it is my favorite i love it so much because I love how expansive it is, how green it is, and just how, how amazing the architecture of Future World is. Uh-huh. It, it blows my mind every time I see it because it's like these huge buildings that are like have these – it has like this cohesive design sense among them. And I, I really, really like that. And I, unfortunately, I was just not there when it opened and when it was like really a thing and they used those really awesome symbols that they don't mm. use anymore. Yeah. And, Shit like that, and it's like that's the stuff I love so much is just the future world area. But then when I walk in World Showcase, it's just so amazing. It's like a whole other theme park. It is, and it's. I mean, it really is. They divide it off right in the middle there, and it's like it has its own little gate into the next area. Yeah, and I I love both of them. Come, I mean, just completely. It is absolutely my favorite, and I just if they added other things, I'm not. I'm not offended by it. If they change things, I'm not offended by it because it means that they're not neglecting it. Because I'd rather them add things versus neglect it further. Yeah. And and perhaps and perhaps you're right that some of the, like the integrity will be lost in an effort to do that. And unfortunately, I think that's going to be the reality of it. Whatever they do, they're going to add something with characters. I mean, there's fucking Michael Jackson in the in the Imagination Pavilion. I mean, seriously. It's 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 already in some ways very tainted, but if it means that I get some other cool architectural things and I get some other cool rides in there maybe to like get other people as excited about Epcot that I am, I would love that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's so much cheating as much as catering to different people and giving them all maybe different experiences. For the people that want to, it to be educational, it's still all there. For people that want that thrill ride, then it's there too. I don't think, I mean, there's plenty of land at Epcot that they could build twice the yeah. attractions they have today, twice the countries they have today, and they could put everything that anyone wants in that park. And I think that it wouldn't destroy anything. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree mostly with that. I do think that they should, they should kind, they should as much as they can, and they've done a fairly decent job of this, stay true to the, to the educational mission. You know, Mission Space does teach you quite a bit about how rocketry works sure. and how space travel works and same thing for test track it, it's it, so they're doing they're doing a decent job i i want them to do a better job you know and and, and but at the same time i understand why they've done a lot well I, I understand that teenagers left that park in droves i totally get it you know well, yeah. i don't want to learn nothing that's stupid see you later dad you know and and uh so i get it you know i totally get it i just want them to like to be careful with it you know yeah. i don't I mean, agree with the sea to the to the seas with nemo and friends that is right. a that yeah. is no, a, i don't either that is a is a is a big black eye in my opinion because right. the living seas was great it was really great and it could have been updated in a in another awesome way because we've had tons of awesome um technological advances advances in like submersibles and you could do a whole thing on like how Jim Cameron f- filmed Titanic, you know, like all this awesome stuff that they're just neglecting in favor of character placement. And I don't agree with that. 
Yeah, you know, I'd be interested in, in that. I wonder I wonder if there's a different aspect you could or a different like twist you could throw uh for Epcot, which is I mean, I know that there is already a theme park dedicated to movie making. But I wonder <laughs> because I, I bet you you could find some wonderful motion pictures about each of these countries, with each of these countries, or even more so with all of these technological things that are in the uh future world area that you could not necessarily theme things to that, but explain how those how they simulated or how they shot there or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, there there could be some interesting things like exhibits there. I mean, I think I think the thing that we're hitting on here is that this educational aspect or the world showcase or this future world area, it does simulate very much a world's fair. And just as a culture, we don't do that anymore. Nope. As a world culture, we just don't do that. <laughs> and I think it's very yeah. similar to the trade show thing, which is that there's many other ways for us to get this information. And unfortunately, it just means the death of like of world's fairs. Yeah. And so, Greg, you're right that this is just a difficult thing to do. It's really hard. And it may not be that they have to do everything uh in that same vein that they have to be so educational about it, but they have to figure out what can't people get mm-hmm. in any other way. You know what's and, funny? What's and funny that's about a physical that. thing. You have to physically be there. That's the key. Yeah. Is what do you have to physically be at this park to see that you can't see on the internet, for example, or like in your own city? Because a lot of us have, I mean, in, in the cities that we live in, especially, we have good, we have access to some good dining options. For sure. And if, if Epcot can step up their game there, you know, they're, they have a wide array of stuff. If they can step up their game there, mm-hmm. and if they can figure out some other, f- uh, other reasons that I need to physically be in Future World and the World Showcase, I think that'll be fine. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny that, like, I thought that the World's Fairs, this is how bad this has gotten. I thought the World's Fairs were done 10, 15 years ago. But they're yeah, they not. Still, they still have. They still have them. Yes. And I'm. I found out about this this year, and I'm like, what? Yeah. You know. And they're still pretty cool, but nobody right. knows about them or cares. And I think that's really interesting and, and sad. But yeah. um. But why? You know. But and I think I think it has to do with that. You can just get that information elsewhere. I think so too. Yeah. Why bother? Why go? Why bother yeah. being in person when I can just go look it up on the internet and go meh and yeah. think the same thing? You know. You know. I, I think there's still opportunity there because. Disney could partner with 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 famous futurists very easily. Like they could get like Dean Kamen or Ray Kurzweil or a lot Elon of people Musk. to co- yeah. <laughs> yes, actually yes. Yes, do a whole they could they could do a whole like uh, they could retheme the Communicore area to be all about this stuff and then bring in like all of Kamen's crazy inventions and Elon's Hyperloop and like all these things that are very exciting, but reading about them on the internet is not as good as seeing like a demo of what a, how a hyperloop would work. You yeah. Know? yeah, see, actually, that I, stuff. That's boy, a really that'd good be fun. Point. I would be if I were Disney, I'd be jumping all over the hyperloop thing just would, to, yeah. to build dem- a demonstration at Epcot. Yeah, yeah. Because why not? I mean, and it would like it would be nothing but good. P- he would it would expose Elon's like PR machine to so many people that are completely on. Un- you yeah. know, like we live in ivory towers. I mean, we are very aware of this stuff. But like middle America, they have no idea. You know, well, that's what it has none. to be because all what Communicore is is stuff that we already know. It's not a lot of hypothetical stuff. Yeah. And I think that's – I think you're right. I think it's just – you get Elon Musk in here. I mean he should just be in charge of Communicore. <laughs> yeah. Just, 
I mean, it should be his playland to like, I got this crazy idea. I don't know. What about this? And yeah. just throws it in Communicore, builds like a little prototypey thing, builds a model. You can get in a Hyperloop car and see how it would feel and how comfortable it is. The pro- I mean, the problem cool thing. is that it's like there's nobody. I mean, this is not a new realization. I mean, there's nobody seemingly at Disney that wants to sort of do things just because they're incredibly cool. They do. They have to sort of justify them in terms of what kind of crowds they'll bring in, what kind of revenue they'll generate. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I mean, Walt Disney couldn't have cared less about any of those things. It's he just true. wanted to build things that he thought were was really entertaining and interesting. It's true. It was all a personal vision. Yep. And no, there's not really a spot for anybody's personal vision to drive Epcot. And Epcot, of all the parks, is Epcot is the park that needs the personal vision the most. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. 100% agree. But how to do that? Because, because you can't, it's, it'd be very hard to sell Elon Musk um, plush dolls, for instance. Yeah, um, I mean, so like, they wouldn't make hard, a lot of money. On market, oh, I, but I think, I think what you do is. First of all, you ensure the people that are there have a great time mm-hmm. and find it fascinating and let that word of mouth spread. And secondly, you don't care if, for instance, 15-year-old boys don't, don't have a good time there. You yeah. say, that's okay. We have, that's why we have four theme parks here. Yeah. So they can find something they want to do. Right. And if, a if one segment doesn't like it, so what? And there's a certain slice of 15-year-old kid that will go crazy for that stuff. Yes, yes. And those are the are the people you want to inspire the most because they're the ones that are going to be doing it in 15, 20 years. Right. You know? And so, like, like I felt that that's what I got out of Epcot when I was there when I was young. It, like, I was already pretty geeky and into technology, but I came out of that just over the moon about the possibilities of communication in the future. You know? And, like, like that is the thing that we need to be doing better as a society in general because we don't do it very well anymore. Um, Not everybody should love every park in mm-hmm. Disney World. People should have a clear favorite that speaks to them. I, yeah. I want to love every theme park. Again. I know you want to. You, you probably would, and most people will. Yeah. But they shouldn't, they, should, they shouldn't be afraid of segmenting the audience. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they really are, because each manager of each park wants to be like the, you know, the most popular park. Mm-hmm. Right. And Epcot is the last stateside park, anyway, that was built just because. You know, Animal Kingdom and... Disney Studios were built in reaction to other things to keep people on property. You know? Right. Totally right. get it. Totally understand. But both of those, let's be face it, Animal Kingdom is, is, um, is, uh, it's Bush Gardens. Bush Gardens. And, you know, uh, Universal Studios is Disney Studios. So it's like, eh. <laughs> you know, I, I like, I like it when Disney does things like Disney Sea and like Epcot, which are just blue sky. We're going to make something cool. And here it is. Enjoy. And people do enjoy that. Um, and I'd like to see them do more of that. And they can still do that at Epcot. They have so much potential. Like Louis said, like the, the land around Epcot's just tons of land. They could just keep on going. Um, yeah. But I don't know that they will. 